This is Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Ball Review and Houston Round Ball Review Radio with a September 11th One on None podcast. In this podcast, I'll recap game four of the Houston Rockets 110-100 loss to the Lakers, discuss good news for Kelvin Sampson and his Houston Cougars men's basketball program, give some AAC slash ESPN plus info, and maybe one or two more things. Let's get right into it. I am one Laker win away from my prediction being correct about Lakers winning this Western Conference semifinal series after the Lakers won game four to take a 3-1 series lead. Thursday night, the game was interesting. The first three quarters, the Rockets just, just seemed to be in a daze, seemed to be in a funk. The Lakers led big, then the Rockets made a great comeback. They didn't quit in the fourth quarter. They made a great comeback, cut the deficit to five, but lost by 10, and now trail the series 3-1. Lakers led 26-22 at the end of the first quarter, 57-41 at halftime. The second quarter was just the beginning of A lot of red flags flashing. Rockets made just four shots in the second quarter. They were four for 15 from the floor, two for eight from three-point range. One of their saving graces in the quarter and the ball game was free throws. Free throw shooting, Lakers fouled them a lot. Rockets were nine for 10 from the foul line in the second quarter. Rockets made four shots in the second. They had five turnovers. More turnovers than field goals. That's a problem, obviously. Points in the paint. Lakers scored 31 points in the second quarter. 14 of them came in the paint. Rockets had just four points in the paint. Zero second chance points. Lakers, once again, more fast break points than the Rockets. They had six fast break points in the second quarter. In the first half, Lakers outscored the Rockets 26-16 in the paint, 6-zip in second-chance points, and 12-zip in fast-break points. The Rockets had one offensive rebound in the first half. One. They missed 20 field goals. One offensive rebound in the half. That's not going to get it done, and that's a big reason why the Lakers led by 16 at halftime. Lakers' largest lead of the first half was 18. The Rockets never led in this ballgame. Let that sink in. The Rockets never led in this ballgame. Third quarter, Rockets' offense got on track. Lakers' three-point shooting continued to stink. Rockets made seven field goals in the third quarter. Six of those buckets were three-pointers. They went 6 for 11 from a three-point line in the third quarter, nine for 10 from the foul line. Once again, the Lakers put them on the line, but the Rockets made the free throws to take advantage of it. But the Lakers, once again, 11 baskets, more dominance in the paint, 18-0 in the paint in the third quarter, 11-0 second chance points in the third quarter, five more fast break points, Rockets had zero. 
put that in. Just think about that in your mind. Through three quarters, through three quarters, the Rockets trailed 86-70. Lakers had a 44-16 edge in the paint, 17 zip edge in second chance points, and 17 zip edge in fast break points. These are hideous numbers. James Harden, through three quarters, was 2 for 11 from the floor, including 1 for 6 from three-point range, but 10 for 12 from the foul line. That's where he got his points. He had 15 points through three quarters. Russ also had 15 points through three quarters. Eric Gordon had 13. Ben McLemore, hey, hey. Folks were claiming, where's Ben? Where's Ben? Ben had nine points through in roughly 12 minutes of action. He was a perfect three for three from three-point range. Jeff Green with eight. Austin Rivers with seven. So the Rockets got some balanced production. 70 points through three quarters. It's not typical Rockets offense, but the defense let them down once again. 86 points for the Lakers, just beating them up in the paint, beating them up inside, which I thought would be an issue in this series. It's finally coming home to roost. All those folks, short ball, small ball, micro ball, it can work. Not against teams that play to their advantage, with his, which is height, and that's what the Lakers have done in games two, three, and four. Fourth quarter, Rockets showed some life. Lakers led by as much as 23 in the fourth quarter. Rockets used a big, 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 big run. Thanks to the Lakers just snoozing, stopped caring, being careless with the ball. Lakers had five turnovers in a stretch in the fourth. Rockets pulled within 105-100 with less than a minute to go. Aggie, Alex Caruso, Alex Caruso, Swift, a three-pointer to put the Lakers up by eight. And then LeBron sealed the deal, and the Rockets lost by 10, 110 to 100. Trailing series 3-1. Don't have to look too far about a, a team coming from a 3-1 deficit because it happened in the first round. The Denver Nuggets did it. They overcame a 3-1 deficit to, to defeat the Utah Jazz. So the Rockets can – it's difficult. It's not impossible. Russ scored 10 in the fourth. James and Eric each scored six. Austin Rivers scored seven. Rockets won the fourth quarter, 30-24. Number's a little bit deceiving when you're down by 23 and credit to five. But like I said, they did not quit. So give them credit for that. In the fourth, points in the paint, 18-8 Lakers. Second chance points. Hey, Rockets won the quarter. Second chance points, 3-0. And fast break points, 2-2. So they, they got some consolation in their fourth quarter. But overall, overall, just listen to these numbers, and this says it right here. Points in the paint, Lakers, 62-24. Second chance points, Lakers, 17-3. Fast break points, Lakers, 19-2. Add it up. It's a 110-100 win for the Lakers. Rockets, you can go to YouTube channel, watch um, Mike D'Antoni and, and Russ give the comments post-game about, you know, it's time to – Russ said one thing, that, that, that should, they should have played with more energy. Folks got to step up. How could you come into game four down 2-1 in the series and not play with energy? They were lethargic. Does Daniel House's absence 
hurt them that much. And there is still a mystery. The NBA is investigating House reportedly broke bubble protocol. Not going to get into rumors and speculation about what he reportedly did. I've heard some things, seen some things, read some things. But the NBA is still investigating. House has missed game three and game four. No indication of if he'll be clear to play in game five. Game five is Saturday, September 12th, 7 p.m. on ESPN, I believe. But Rocket fans, they started uh, bailing and tuning into the Texans during Thursday's game when the Rockets trailed by 20, 22, 23 points. I'm not sure how many of them saw the Rockets make a comeback. Comeback to the Rockets' credit. Lakers did help by just throwing the ball all, all over the place and having no idea of how to go against the Rockets' four-guard lineup, which uh, we might see more of in Game 5. But numbers-wise, for the game, Anthony Davis, 29 points, 12 boards, 5 assists. He did have five turnovers. LeBron had four turnovers. LeBron had 16 points, 7 for 17 from the floor, 0 for 5 from 3. But he did have also 15 rebounds, 9 assists, and 2 steals. Another Laker, a different Laker for the third straight game, hurt the Rockets. Game 2 was Markeith Morris. Game 3, it was playoff Rondo. Game 4, it was Alex Caruso. Russo scored 16 points in 29 minutes. Five for nine from the floor, including two for five from three. He added three rebounds, two assists, and two blocks. Rondo had 11 points, 10 boards, and eight assists off the bench in 28 minutes. Russ led the Rockets with 25 points. He was efficient from the floor, going eight for 16. Three for eight from three-point range. He took eight threes. I still, I still don't like Russ taking more than two or three but at least he made three three-pointers in the game. Harden finished two for 11 from the floor, one for six from three. He was 16 for 20 from the foul line. He had 21 points, 10 assists, four rebounds. Eric Gordon scored 19. Austin Rivers scored 14. Jeff Green and Ben McLemore each scored nine. Robert Covington, three points. P.T. Tucker, Zero points. Zero for four from the three point from zero for four overall. 0 for two from three point range. The Lakers are doing a great job running off the Rockets at the three point line. Rockets only attempted 33 threes in the game. They made 14. Rockets shot 42.4% from three. That is a great percentage. But they only took 33 of them. Keep in mind, I say only because the Rockets averaged. 50 plus three-point attempts in the first round series versus OKC. The Lakers defense, the rotations have been quick, tight. They're longer, have long arms, they're more athletic than OKC, smarter defensively overall. And the Rockets are not attempting as many threes. Shooting a good percentage, but the Rockets went to the line 39 times and made 30 and still lost by 10 points. Lakers out-rebounded them 52-26. The Rockets had one offensive rebound in the entire ball game. One. 26 rebounds total. 25 of them were on defense. One offensive rebound. 
That takes, it almost takes work to just get one through 48 minutes. Because you attempt 65 field goals, 33 of them are threes. You think two of those 65 shots, you missed 37 of them, two of them would fall into your hands just by accident. Nope. Rockets had one O board. On to some good news for Houston Cougar fans. Thursday afternoon, September 10th, Houston junior forward Reggie, Reggie Cheney received a waiver from the NCAA and he is immediately eligible to compete during the 2020-2021 season. Cheney, 6'8", 225, will have two years of eligibility remaining. Quote from head coach Kelvin Sampson, I am glad Reggie has the opportunity to play this season. Reggie fits the way we play. I am happy for him and I am happy for us, end quote. Cheney announced his decision to transfer from Arkansas on June 22nd. His numbers during the 1920 season honestly are not eye-popping. He averaged 14.6 minutes per game while scoring 4.2 points and pulling down 2.1 rebounds per game. He did shoot 67.1% from the floor. As a sophomore, he played in 29 games, started seven. As a freshman, he played in all 34 games and started two while averaging 5.4 points and 3.5 rebounds per game. In Arkansas's final 10 games in the 2019-2020 season, Reggie scored in five of those 10 games. He scored a season-high 17 points in 36 minutes versus Missouri on February 8th. He scored 10 points in 20 minutes in the next game versus Tennessee on February 10th. Next, he scored four points in 18 minutes versus Mississippi State. Then he was scoreless in four straight games, a total of 20 minutes in those four games. He had two points versus LSU in six minutes, zero versus A&M, and finally four points versus Vanderbilt in 18 minutes to close it out. He did block 62 shots in 63 games with at least three block shots occurring in nine games. He blocked one shot per 15.79 minutes for Arkansas. Reggie will help replace Houston forward Fabian White in, uh, in the front court and as White will miss the season following surgery to repair a torn ACL knee injury. Folks, if you haven't already seen me on Twitter, add my Twitter account, VHRReview, or my YouTube channel, or my interview page on my website of HoustonRoundBallReview.com, or on Facebook, Houston Round Ball Review's Facebook page. I interviewed Sean Pastor from OwlsDaily.com on September 10th. Sean covers Temple Owls Athletics. He's covered them since 1989. He is very, very knowledgeable. We discussed Temple Hoops, AAC Hoops. He has much uh, respect for the job Coach Sampson and the Cougs have done. We also discussed the ACC's Everybody in the Tournament idea and John Rothstein's report that the ACC, AAC 
is considering a 20-game conference schedule and much, much more. So I encourage you to go to my YouTube channel to watch the video. You go to my YouTube channel, you will see some ads because the, the videos, some of the videos on my channel are monetized with ads and I do earn some pennies when folks watch those videos and the ads, click on them, skip them, what have you. But some of my videos are monetized on the Houston Roundball Review YouTube channel. And of course, subscribe to the channel so you'll get notifications when I upload new videos. Rockets, Cougs, interviews, etc. Watch the interview on the YouTube channel or listen to it via the numerous podcast platforms. All right, next up, some AAC news. The first American Athletic Conference game on ESPN Plus will air next Saturday, September 19th. Cincinnati versus Austin P football game will be shown on ESPN Plus. The AAC is expected to announce more details in the coming days about how to watch the game on ESPN Plus. But of course, if you listen to the Houston Round Ball Review podcast and or read or watch my work, you already know how to get ESPN Plus. That's by signing up via links posted on my website, HoustonRoundBallReview.com and or the Houston Round Ball Review Men's Hoops and Women's Hoops blogs. The monthly cost for ESPN Plus is $5.99. The annual price is $49.99. Listen to my colleagues, Dr. Kenyatta Gaville, the Dean of HBCU Athletics, and his co-hosts, Mike Washington and Charles Bishop, on their Inside the HBCU Sports Lab show. You can catch the show via Facebook, watch it, or you can also listen to it on Houston Round Ball Review Radio during the week from 8 to 10 p.m. You can also watch it on YouTube on the Inside the HBCU Sports Lab YouTube channel. Wrapping it up, you can catch more of my one-on-one podcast as well as my interview podcasts on the podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn, as well as on the Houston Roundball Reviews Radio Station at roundballreviewradio.airtime.pro. I am KG Chris Gardner of the Houston Roundball Review. Please visit my website at houstonroundballreview.com or vhrr.com for articles and links to my podcasts and videos. And while you're at my website, please support the Houston Roundball Review by contributing via PayPal, or you can contribute via the Cash App. And my Cash App account name is Christopher Gardner, K-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. And once again, you can also sign up via links on my site and get the Disney Bundle which includes Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. Save 25% when you bundle all three. So you have a choice. You can get ESPN Plus by itself or get Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu and save 25% by bundling all three. The Houston Round Ball Review has been around since 1994. 
Houston Roundabout Review Radio is another avenue for me to share news and info with you. Remember, the Houston Roundball Review. Local name, national perspective. Thank you for your time. Take care.